Welcome to the Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and we are here back in another beautiful week to talk about some Galaxy news, some Galaxy scores, some sadness, some happiness, some funny, some sad. But it's it's all it's all encompassing in, in the Galaxy world. Uh, it's it's a whirlwind of Galaxy emotions these days. I'm, I'm assuming, right, Chris? No, they're all pretty much the same for me. Just, a, just an it's easy, just, just, just an even life. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. You don't even have to think about anything anymore. It's beautiful. It's, 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 it's uh, strikingly similar to the Bruce Arena days, where it was just like, ah, let's think about it. We're probably gonna win this weekend. No big deal. And in much the same vein, I'm like, it ah, doesn't matter. We're probably gonna lose this weekend. It's no big deal. It is what it is. No different than last week. <laughs> same as yeah. it ever was. Uh, isn't that the sadness? Uh, what's going on, man? Of course, that voice you hear is the silky, the chocolatey tones. That my man, Chris Circle Tucker. What's going on, sir? Uh, how are you doing? I, 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 you tell me, man. I feel like I'm too old to go by zero cool anymore. Like it doesn't make any sense. I, I, <laughs> when, or when someone, someone still goes like, "Hey, what's up, zombie?" I'm like, "Yeah, you can just call me like Ed. That's fine." You're like I, I'm a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dad. Yeah. I've got a child. Yeah, I, I remember know. someone called her. Oh, or someone called a uh, little zombie or something. Or I was like, "You're like that's not a compliment." I don't. I don't know if you understand what a zombie is, uh, but that's my baby. Please, please stop that. But I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, man, I'm fucking. I'm good, bro. Life is. Uh, life is all right. Life is good, man. You, 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 you're. This is the first official recording on in your new uh, in your new house, man. Yeah, I'm in the kitchen right now because I haven't quite gotten the the third bedroom kind of kitted out for recording, which I will eventually do. Yeah, so what's, but, uh, is that going to be you guys' man cave? Like it's, it's just like the spare bedroom. What, what do you mean, you guys? <laughs> what, what you guys are you talking about? That's going to be my man cave. Yeah, uh, it's going to be where Damien and I go and read comics, talk bad about girls. Uh, no, girls are uh, <laughs> icky, right? <laughs> girls are gross. Ooh, with the cooties. Man. Yeah, we should just hang out with each other forever, be best yeah. friends. If only uh, there was a way like two guys could just be together forever. Whoa. <laughs> they can't. It's there's no reason that they can't. There's nothing wrong with that. Especially yeah, if they're just don't drink that gay bud light, right, guys? I I don't even understand that. You have to explain that to me. I've <laughs> seen it and I've seen I've seen memes about it and I've seen uh whatever the Instagram store Instagram reels. I've seen an Instagram reel about it, but I have a zero understanding of what the controversy is. Like nobody's uh, mad at Budweiser for being bad. They're mad at it because it's a gay beer. They're what mad because they're gay? some. Uh, I think it was some transgender influencer. Um, is being sponsored by Bud Light or something or Budweiser, and so now all these like country singers and right wing polit- politicians are like, Bud Light's gay now. Don't drink Bud Light. Oh man, humans are so weird. And I don't know if you saw <laughs> today. I saw I saw a video on Twitter. Uh, it's some country singer. They they like threw a Bud Light on stage and he grabbed it and like smashed it on the ground. Um, and he's like, "No, I don't want to drink. That's not my drink of beer. I'm not gonna drink no gay beer." While his band in the background is playing uh, another one bites the dust. Oh man, that's what a good. <laughs> Just the the irony of the, yeah. of the whole situation of probably the one of the most iconic, uh, you know queer singers in the in in the in the music industry was like yeah i'm not gonna drink this gay this gay bud light no no sir yeah well you know 
That's what happens when you're fucking stupid. It's just <laughs> stupid. It's a stupid way to go through the world. It's such a dumb way to go through the world. Like oh, there's Bud, a Bud Light. Is it Bud Light? <laughs> it's Budweiser. Bud Light. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm sure it's all Budweiser, but it was it was like a Bud Light. Um, Don't drink like Bud a- Light because it's terrible. It's objectively an awful beer. That's a great reason to not drink Bud Light. As as a as a gay beer, like what? Have I should I should have bought a Bud Light and had it on tonight, but I have no. My, you shouldn't. It's a bad beer. It's my Voodoo Ranger. It's objectively a terrible beer. There's no reason to drink. Anyone needs to drink Bud Light. They don't care about. They don't care about gay people. They don't. Give a, you think Bud? You think Anheuser Busch gives a fuck about gay people? They don't care. They don't care or not care. They just they just want people to buy their crappy crappy beer. That's yeah, all they I'm, care about. I'm sure the company in the heart of Missouri is is really caring about. It. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Yeah. Come on, come on, man. We're supposed we're we're supposed to be trying to get to Mars. How can we be arguing about shit like this? It's so stupid. Well, I mean, oh, just don't fucked, man. just don't flaunt your gay beer in my in in my face, man. I mean, come on, like, let's be cool about it, guys. I was I was. I'll go back to drinking just, my white wine spritzers. I just can't. Yeah, I, I can't imagine what what makes a beer gay. Well, because a gay person was advertising it, that makes it gay, or not even gay. Yeah. Is someone who's transgender. But what about all the other shit like a gay person has advertised? You can't. Like can't a gay ever, person has never advertised like the Super Bowl or the NFL. Can't do it, man. Then the Super Bowl. But surely gay. they have. You can't turn the Super Bowl game in. Oh yeah, because that's a completely <laughs> heterosexual sport. That's the straightest sport there ever was. Uh, have you have, have you seen the last like fifteen uh, halftime shows? Yeah, they're getting better all the time. I loved Rihanna's. Yeah, Dope. that was it was kind of cool. I liked it. I listen. I listened to. Uh, it really upped the amount of Rihanna I listened to for about two days, and then I went back to not giving a shit and listening to John Hyatt because he's amazing and a genius. And I'm sure yeah. she's a genius too, for reasons I don't understand or care about. Yeah, but give but, give the queen yeah. her 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 props, man. Is she the queen? I thought Beyonce was the queen. They're all queens, man. They're all queens. We're all queens. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all it's over, man. As a species, it's all. Done. Yeah, this uh, this world sucks, dude. Species, it's all it's fucked. But how are you doing, sir? Good good time good time in my end to to bring another child into the world where, um. You know, infrastructure. You have the wrong, have the wrong mindset. <laughs> Infrastructure is all falling apart, and uh, you know the world's falling apart. So, yeah. As an intelligent person who doesn't have dumbass ideologies like Bud Light is gay, you need to be having more children and raising them properly, because dumb people are having a bunch of fucking kids, and it has always been a problem for humanity. Like stupid people have a lot of goddamn kids, and you, smart people have like one or two and then stop. Yeah, you've seen the movie Idiocracy, right? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe. Oh, you definitely got to watch that. Really? I'll check yeah. it out. It's exactly what you're talking about where, um, you know, this guy gets like frozen into, in uh, like a, whatever they call it, like a, like not, a I was going to say a hyperbolic changer, but a hyperbolic chamber, but that, that's a Dragon Ball Z thing. No, that's not. Oh, look, I'm sure this is important. Tell me about it later. How old do you think Damien needs to be to start watching Dragon Ball? I asked Erica and she didn't have an answer for me. Now? Now I thought now too. I thought he's he's at an age where he's gonna be like these people are fucking dope. No, they I just don't... don't think he has like the t- the attention span for the cell games. 
like Frieza b- tried to blow up Namek. Spoiler, spoiler, and that shit took like of my life. I feel like it took like, <laughs> it took five like two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering, like, like, is it th- is it time? Three of those years were just them going ah, powering up, man. Yeah, yeah. But like, I want to introduce him to Vegeta, and like, Vegeta loses all the time. He loses all the time. But he's the most prideful character you'll ever meet. And he's willing to throw his life away just for his pride, even though he loses all the time. But he's always willing to die for like his pride. He's like, I'm fucking saying, what are you talking about? Like, I want he's Damien the to prince. have that. He's the element. prince of Saiyans. Even though his dad is dead, never made any sense to me. Like, his dad he, got killed. He should be the king of Saiyans. He should be the king now, technically. Yeah. But like, he was never coronated. But I don't know if there's like a Saiyan coronation. The English go really crazy. Well, about the, the planet was blown up. So you fucking... can like literally coronate your own self. Like, you could just call yourself the king of Saiyans. But there's so many Saiyans. There's like a billion Saiyans. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're always like the two last ones. There was never like ever. When, when, yeah. It's like Krypton. When Superman, Superman was, the, was the last Kryptonian. And then there's like, read any comic book. There's billions of Kryptonians. Well, here's Supergirl, and then here's uh, Zod. Well, they, had, they found the, they, well, they found the, uh, the, uh, the shrunken city of Kandor. Boom. Nerd. Got it. You know. Yeah. Um, what were we talking what about? We're talking about? Oh, it, the movie Idiocracy. Go watch that. I'll check it out. It has. Uh, it's it's a it's actually funny. It's a it's a it's a funny movie, but it's like uh, I think it's made from by. Um, What's his name? Mike Judge. Yeah, who is that? The dude who like did like Beavis and Butthead and Office Space and all. Oh, that. he did King of the Hill. King of the Hill, yeah. All right, I'll give it a shot. Um, yeah, that's it's it's a funny movie, but it's a sad commentary because like, aha, this will never happen. And you're like, literally, as you grow up, get older as an adult, you're like, wow, this is literally what's happening. Where people are just getting dumber. And... I'll tell you what, I'm look I'm looking at the uh, Wikipedia page for it. I don't really care for almost anyone who stars in the movie. But on your recommendation, I'll check it out. You I should will, check it I out. I will watch it because I yep. maybe this is the thing that turns me around on on Dak Shepard. Um, probably not. Maybe not this role, but yeah. Ooh, all right. This is, you're not really selling me on this movie. Suck on some Dax. You know, I'm just you're not you're not selling me on this flight guys. No, but what? It's like an hour and a half, man. Just watch it. Bro, my time is precious. You have um, Terry Crews playing President Camacho. Not a positive. President Camacho, that's an awesome name. Yeah. Uh he has like this, like you know when Snoop Dogg did like his Snoop Dogg did like his uh his flattening his of his hair. So kind of mm-hmm. looked like an Asian woman's wig. Relaxing. Relaxing, thank you. Um wait, what? It sort of looks like an Asian woman's wig? Yeah, I think it's like <laughs> it's like very silky. Yeah. You know? No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh think of uh Andre three thousand from like the, the Hey Ya video. Okay. Well, where he's like, in, he's like eight characters in that. In that but like the main show. one where it's like, it's very long hair. It's like, again, yeah. you said, what was it? What'd you call it? Relaxing. Relaxed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bro, the movie bombed. It had a $2.5 million budget. It grossed $495,000. That's like 490 that I, more than I thought it would make. That's like an episode of Frasier. That's nothing. Yeah. Like, I think that's like what two characters of the Big Bang Theory made in like one episode. Wow. Wow. That's an awful show. They, they made a lot of money, huh? They made right, a ton no, of money. Don't, don't, uh, me. That's a terrible <laughs> show. That's it's a terrible show. I just say anything, sir. Yeah, because definitely the guy who's like the super nerd is going to get this hot blonde chick. Is he a nerd? Because wasn't wasn't he like the the heartthrobby guy from Roseanne? 
That was the 80s, Wasn't man. He he's, like a, a, he's like a boyfriend on Roseanne. He was the boyfriend, but he was the boyfriend of like the weird chick, like the weird sister. I don't know, man. All those people look fucking, you know, I don't want to say weird, but strange. They all the look 80s very was, strange. was a certain time, man. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, like you sound like you were having flashbacks. We've we've gone on way like this is like most of it like the more tangent we've ever gone off on in the beginning of this in a long time. That's 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 a hundred percent not true. No, you don't think? No, God no. I I'm willing to wager we have at least one episode where we go like thirty minutes talking about nothing. Are we are we just trying to like talk about nothing just so we don't have to talk about the game that happened? I'll talk about it. What's wrong with it? <laughs> just just to, just to put it out of our minds. Um, well, before we get into the game, let's let's talk some galaxy news. We did have some uh, some interesting stuff happen. Um, first things first, um, you had a new excuse me, uh, a new signing, a new front office signing. Uh, they announced Will Misselbrook. I'm assuming, or is that how you pronounce anything? Um, yeah, sounds right. As the chief creative creative and content officer, um, so you're gonna have someone who's Taking over control over all your social media posts. Why are you laughing at? Nothing, man. I mean, uh, I'm just glad there's going to be certain stuff. The the overall look of and brand of the club is going to be a system of checks and balances. Yeah, exactly. uh, Democracy always calls for. Exactly. Democracy will prevail. Democracy dies in the darkness, Ed. Apparently, allegedly, for a little bit until your side wins. Uh, no, I, you, I would say you can already see a, uh, a certain tonal shift in, in galaxy social media and, and, and galaxy branding and, and, and stuff of that nature. Um, I obviously, obviously welcome it. I think it's, uh, it's needed. I, I think our, the way we welcome our new about, chief creative and content yeah. officer overlord the way we've gone about branding the galaxy over the last trying to walk a very tight rope here, (laughs) the the way we've gone about branding the galaxy and, and using our social media platform to cater to what we believe to be specific demographics, because that will enhance um, how some people view the organization hasn't been very good over the last couple of years. I don't think, I think it's been destructive. Um, I think it goes to alienate some and to um, stretch to overly include one specific demographic whilst um, outside of about 30 to 31 days a year, depending on if it's a leap year uh, being open to other demographics. So we still get Juneteenth at. So it, it's, it's. I was, it's I was gonna wonder. I'm like, yeah, we get we get February and we get Juneteenth. Okay. Um, so it, you've all it, it already looks like it's it's operating differently. You may not like you may like or dislike the new content that the galaxy is putting out and creating, but it certainly all looks cohesive. It looks like it's coming from um, one specific game plan. It's not the scattergun approach where you know you're kind of like this and you're kind of like that and for these games you're like this and for these games you're like that like it looks almost uniform and like there's a there's a structure and a plan and you know i didn't there's a couple things i didn't like i I don't remember if it was the galaxy or mls i think it was the galaxy that did the like half ricky 
poosh and half some LAFC guy. Like I didn't like, I don't like that stuff. Show my team. My team should be enough to sell your tickets. If that's what you're trying to do. I don't think you need to, to up the occasion much more than it is, but um, you know, I am, uh, I, I'm, I'm eager to see what Willie Kuntz brings. So you got your name, right? I'm eager to uh, see what Willie Kuntz brings to the, to the organization and the direction that we go in. But uh, I think for my immediate joy, I'll probably enjoy this will a little bit more. I, I get the feeling, <laughs> I get the feeling this guy's going to strike happiness in my heart. Just a, just a little bit. Did you notice we didn't tweet in Spanish once uh, the El Trafico week? Not a one time. Very different. Very less less desperate reachy uh, than we've been the last couple of years yeah so, the, the waltz that Chris is that. making less hispandering <laughs> hey those are your words not mine it's cool i can say it's fine i'll say it for you sir it's all good uh, hey I um yeah it. so missile brook comes from uh after comes to the galaxy after joining uh from he was with two seasons with the washington commanders uh the nfl team in dc formerly the washington football club Formerly the Washington Redskins, um, yeah, man. So it's it's you see these a little bit of uh, rearranging happening in 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 the front office. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully leading to more clear, concise look and feel of the club on on socials and in you know in the branding and all that stuff or whatever. What's weird? It's it's strange that you know we we it took being pushed to this position to go to it's weird that we needed to be pushed to this position to inspire the people who run the club to go out and get people outside of their inner circle to um give us a clear direction and to clearly define and divvy up responsibilities because um you know as we discussed last week they can position themselves today as if this is the way we operate and this is what we do but this is a, a relatively new thing at least as, as, as has been public for for years to date it has been about elevating people who are already in the inside to do more of what they're already doing which clearly hadn't been good enough and now it definitely seems at least with the, the hiring of the two wills um we're stri- we're going outside of that and trying to get people who are who are handling tough jobs who aren't necessarily part of the Klein bubble and the Karofsky bubble. And, um, you know, I still don't, per, you know, it, not in reference to the boycott necessarily. I still don't think it's enough, but it is good to see them going in the right direction. No, I agree. But, you know, giving them two willies, man. Give me all them willies. Willies everywhere. I want the, I want the willies everywhere. Willies I want to be you. surrounded by willies. <laughs> you got willies all in your face. You got willies everywhere, everywhere you turn. Look, I just want every yeah. I, I want Willis to my left, Willis to my right. All right, that's all I want. <laughs> Be good enough. I like it, though, man. I'm all for it. I want. I want. I. This is the thing. I'm a. I'm a Galaxy fan. Like I know we we're we're critical of the product and we're critical of the way they've chosen. They've chosen to run the product. All we are is critical of the way they've decided they're going to run the product. I want to like the things that they post. I want to look at the videos that they post and 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 enjoy watching them. I want to not have to drag them for shit that they do. Like that my, my in game is to be happy with the things you guys are doing. I hope this is an opportunity for that because previously it seemed as if that wasn't even um 
it wasn't even desired by the organization. Like, yeah, I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to like Google search the people that they have in their videos because I have no idea who they are. But maybe that says more about me. Because they're TikTok stars. They're TikTok stars that you're too old to know. Yeah. All right. Um, a little bit of uh, roster update. Um, last Thursday, the Galaxy uh, waived defender Chad uh, Chase. I was going to call him Chad Gasper. Again. Chad Gasper. Uh, Chase Gasper. Gasman's going to yell at you. Yeah. Uh the defender was waived on Thursday. Uh joined the Galaxy last season, uh making 17 in regular series appearances, uh only eight starts. Um across six season MLS, um, he was uh logged in 80 career regular season games, uh 68 starts. And I believe a couple days ago, uh it was reported that he's actually signing with the Houston Dynamo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so glad to see that he's he's not too uh, he hasn't been too long with that team, um, but good luck to you, Chad. I see you call him Chad again. I just want to call. I'm just gonna call him Chad. Who cares? He's not on the team anymore. So good luck, Chad. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, good. You know, he was fine when he came in, and he was uh, competent. I think there was one or two games he kind of blew up and and wasn't wasn't doing too amazing yeah i Um, think uh i think people would argue that he probably hasn't had many games that that would be no and and fine and audi coming in uh you you know kind of makes room for him you're not going to carry three senior left backs um and how many left backs have there been under greg manny bro you're not supposed to ask questions like that (laughs) it's not it's not greg all right that dude's gonna yell at you you know what you're doing right now, Ed? You're creating noise. I just and that noise, that dance. noise is what we're ignoring. His Karen arms. Karen. <laughs> uh, Can I see your manager? Yeah, I mean, I think not to bring him. I mean, reference the guy twice already in the beginning of the show, but I think in general, this is what you're bringing a Will Kuntz in to avoid, because we pay. It's not just that we sign Chase Gasper; like we traded four hundred fifty thousand dollars in general allocation money for him. That that stuff doesn't roll over year on year, but we probably could have allocated that in a, in a direction of a player we weren't going to hold on to for 11 months. Um, and I think part of the reason we needed to trade him was it, we had a condition. There was a condition where it could add an additional 300 grand. Like you're, st- you're starting to talk, it's fake MLS money, but you're starting to talk big fake MLS money. Um, so good on him. Wish him the best and, and hope we aren't making signings like this going forward because it's more of a, of a thoughtful constructed plan and, and less kind of emergency signing and look might not have been an emergency signing. Maybe I might be incorrect on that, but I can only judge it based on how it looks and signing him seemed kind of emergency and then releasing him so that you get out of the 300 grand seems a little emergency. I don't know. Could be wrong, but wish you the absolute best. Glad he's landing somewhere. I think by him, uh, by him being waived and then being picked up that um, relieves of, Release relieves us of his cap money and and all that stuff. So, uh, good. good, 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 good for him. Uh, next up, before we before we start talking about the games, um, G two news. Tucker, did you did you watch this game? Did not. Oh, the one you didn't watch and they win. Maybe you should stop yeah. win, watching games. My man uh, Bibo scored Bibo. two. Bibo, so, sir, he scored a hat trick. Did he get a hatty? Oh, good got a hat trick. Um. Galaxy two forward Aaron Bibo was named MLS next player, uh, MLS next pro player of match day four, after tallying a hat trick and the game winning goal in the Los Dos's four three win on the road versus 
Galaxy 2, yeah, sorry. Over uh, Whitecaps FC2. I'm not correcting you, I'm correcting them. On uh, April 16th, uh, Bebo, 18, recorded his first professional goal in the second minute of the match uh, against Whitecaps FC2 and ended the contest with a hat trick. Uh, the three goals scored by Bebo were also was also the first hat trick recorded by an LA Galaxy 2 player in MLX Pro history, which is like, come on, there's like been four games, dude. It's a fourth game, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> relax, relax. Um, but yeah, so good on them getting their first win, and then uh, Bebo getting off with a with a nice hat trick. So hopefully, hopefully what have I, I've been telling you week in and week out, like every game he's getting so close. He at some point he was going to get one, and then it's all kind of going to flow from there. You hope he saved a few for the upcoming weeks. But he's he's been very dangerous in the box. Just a matter of of when he kind of got over the line and got one. So good, get the fuck on that kid, man. Yeah, good man. Um, the next game is going to be uh, it's going to be like pretty much a doubleheader uh, against Austin FC. Uh, G two play uh, Austin FC at uh, the D Dignity Sports Health Park Track and Field Stadium on Sunday, April twenty third. Uh, the match kicks off at five p.m. and will be streamed live on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. Uh, so you had a nice little weekend of uh, Galaxy versus Houston if you mm-hmm. if you're so inclined. You guys should definitely uh, wait. Are we playing? Okay, you should go to that game. Everybody should go to that game. It's time. a free game. Don't spend money. Don't spend any money. You know. Well, I think I think if we just dis- spend it on the food trucks. Yeah, the food trucks is the one you want to go to. Don't buy merch. You though. know, if you're gonna go, but yeah, don't don't buy any of the merch. Don't do any yeah. of that shit. All right, Tucker. You're so let's. Close. You're so goddamn close. You, you got to be able to smell it. You're so goddamn close. Like don't. You know, don't even go to the G two game. Don't don't do, don't risk it. Do we, did we talk about? You want to talk about this before we talk about the the games? Um, hmm. The whole desperation of of the front office calling a certain supporters group to beg them to come back to the. I saw I saw on Twitter they well I I don't know if he called if if so I saw it looked like from what I saw, just going by Twitter, Chicharito called the ACB president. Mm-hmm. And and essentially was asking them, you know, I'm assuming, I mean, it was phrased as begging, but I'm sure it was actually like, you know, hey guys, we need you. you it would know, be really nice if you came and played and came and supported us. Does he have us. like a really high pitched voice? Oh yeah, yeah. Like um, he makes me do, sound like Marvin Gaye. <laughs> it's I, I just don't uh, uh I don't you know I don't I assume he didn't beg. I assume he was like. Come on, we need you. We all gotta be, we all gotta be moving in the same direction. And you know, look, we all want change. We all think it's not good enough, which is how this stuff is mostly being phrased. That it's it's all on field, uh, it's all on field results, and that's the reason people are protesting and boycotting because that's the way you have to position it if you can't defend the rest of the accusations against uh, the administration. But yeah, um, just focus on results. It does look desperate, man. It it you know what it it was, especially the Chicha calling the ACB president thing. It reminded me so much of, uh, I'll say reportedly because I don't I don't know that it was ever confirmed, but essentially the Galaxy bringing Zlatan to ask uh, Lars to move to V Block, like they just call. It's the same fucking ideas, man. Like they just called the captain and their biggest star and was like, "Hey, go talk him into it. Help us out here, yeah. Help us out here, like." You know, don't focus on apparently what is a gigantic game. You that's not where your head should be. Your head should be placing a personal phone call to fix one of my fuck ups, another one of my fuck ups. Uh it's it's and it's crazy that you they would feel the need to do that a week after his his 
open letter to season ticket members, which definitely was going to work. So you know that they know that shit didn't work. Or the or the video, the, the hype video I think they were trying to do for whatever. Oh, the hype video was the worst, man. Using, you saw using the, the, so the Greg Vanny, the Greg Vanny audio, you know, where they cut out where they cut out the line where he says, uh, I don't care who comes to the game. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Because they, they made sure that fucking line went in it. Uh yeah, it's 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 a it's a great time, man. It's a great time. Some some MLS talking head was like, it's crazy. It's it's bad enough that Vanny said it, but it's crazy that you had time to like sit with it and you heard it and was like, Yeah, let's put this into a hype video. And then probably, somebody had it was probably Herx. It's probably probably yeah. Well Herx, Herc's never coming back. No, he ain't Herc's been done. invited back to the barbecue, man. <laughs> yeah, Herc is done, bro. You'll never see that dude at alumni no, game ever no. again. Uh yeah, I just it's, you know it's not as interesting, man. man. It, it seems a little more um yeah, someone said desperate. I was like, no, 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 it's tactical. Like, oh yeah, why wasn't it? Uh, you know, a call to, you know, Zoom call to all the supporters groups, uh, presidents. You know, they're specifically going yeah. after individual supporters groups to, to try to like, I, I don't know, turn on each other, like try to you know, suss out. I don't even think like, it's that. I think I mean, turn on each other might be might be closer to it. I I I. I think, and I could be wrong. I have no insight on this. I, I would imagine after the Lars, uh, the letter that went out to everyone who Lars has on file, you don't have to be a Lars member to, to have gotten it, but everyone who Lars has in the newsletter got got an email from, from Andrew. I would imagine they view him as immovable now. And oh, so and, they were like, and we'll move props, on. props to Andrew, man. What a, what a great letter, yeah. man. Yeah, perfect. Perfectly written. I'm I'm sure Ben was swearing at the fact that everything was grammatically correct and spelled properly. Yeah. Uh, knowing him, he's just like fuming like a fucking bad guy from from Superman, um, twirling a mustache. Yeah, it's like a Inspector Gadget. Who's that guy? The Claw from Inspector Gadget. Is that his name? The one with the cat. It was just like, yeah. You never see his face. Uh, wow, that that was surprisingly good. For pulling it out of nowhere, that was surprisingly yeah. good. Uh, but I, I would imagine they they view Andrew as immovable, and so they were like, "We'll try, we'll try the next best." Uh, which is, you know, divide and conquer is a is a is a tactic. Is a tactic that has that's been why, very that, successful throughout. That's the why years. I said like someone was like, "Oh, this is death ram." Like, no, this is this is tactical to me. This is them definitely. Yeah. You're both probably right. Yeah, it's it, it, you're moving a little bit, into a little bit, a a little bit territory. Me. Yeah, yeah, you're moving into a desperation territory for sure because they mm-hmm. got fucking slammed last weekend. Uh, over, oh, they got over, dragged. Over. Yeah, they got dragged. It I mean, was a bad the, week. For them. The halftime Apple TV broadcast was like, supporters are very important in this rivalry. Uh, and then was like, especially since there's something like, especially since there's uh, there's a bunch going on with the supporters of this club, and then didn't mention it. But like, still had to mention. There's a reason we've only shown one supporters group in this game. We just, I'm not really allowed to talk about why. Um, it's you know, it's which is it's funny working. to me though, because isn't it isn't the 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 commentating team is not they're not paid by MLS, they're paid by Apple. No, but I guess Apple doesn't want to smear their own product. Well, yeah, Apple's not not trying to bring down their own product. There's no there's no reason to bring down it. Like they don't get anything out of it. That's why you gotta love. Clearly, Taylor Twelman has. A lot of autonomy 
uh, in his deal with Apple because he talks seemingly about whatever the fuck he wants. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. Sasha Kleshin's dropping dropping bullshit on an Apple broadcast on MLS 360. He called Greg's complaints about all the noise and all. Did he literally his, his say bullshit or BS? He, Ed, he literally said it's bullshit and whiny. He literally <laughs> said bullshit and whiny. See, Sasha's Sasha's our guy, man. He's like, it just it just comes off as bullshit and whining. And I was like, yeah, yes. Yo, so was yes, it you think it there's is. a little little division between him and in the Well, I mean, look, I, I saw someone say that too, and it's like, just take it at its head, take it at its face. It's bullshit and whiny. Like it's complainy and whiny. It mm-hmm. it, it just is. Like it, it doesn't even have to be Sasha having beef with Greg. It could just him having an, an honest take and an honest representation of of what greg's comments were was that the same one where he he called it sasha was like this is my club or whatever i don't know there was someone I, said that I, there was one. and i orgasmed so hard when he said greg's comments were bullshit and whiny i just blacked out for like 15 seconds <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're I was, like oh what happened i came back oh just trying to figure <laughs> out what was going on yeah, it, it, I, just, I don't know if you were surrounded what, by liquids, but you didn't know which kind of liquid it would could have been blood. I was, semen, I, was, or, you know. I was dehydrated like that last human from Doctor Who. <laughs> Thank you, George. Uh, it, it was it was not a good time. But yeah, it, it's it's it is bullshit and whiny. Like at the end of the day, you're a fucking head coach, man. You're judged on results and you haven't won a game in six games as of the recording of that message. Uh, you went on to seven games. You would be eight games if we played the home opener at the Rose Bowl. Come on, like it, it. That's not. That's not. That's not supporters. Because you would be away. You play away games, and you're not getting results. Like who is that on? That's that's on you, Jack. It's your team. You're the sporting director. It's on you, Jack. You know, it's it, you knew what you signed up for. Yeah, presumably you knew Chicharito had an extension clause in his contract. If he hit 60 minutes and and 11 goals or whatever it was, he played him anyway. So you, Jack, like you, you, you got to understand what's going on. You can't, it's not, bro, it's, it's just, it's not a good look to have the guy who's essentially the face of your organization now, like looking around, blaming people. It's not a good look, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's definitely, he's definitely it's looking, unity, little, he's definitely looking a little flustered, especially having to answer the questions about like Klein and all that. It's like, you definitely see he's crumbling a little bit under like not not the pressure of it, but just getting, getting tired of having getting well, tired of having to it, answer that shit. Anyone's gonna get pissed off essentially being asked the same question for like four months. Yeah. No one's gonna enjoy that shit. Everyone is eventually gonna hit a breaking point. Now, now, now compound that with you're a you're a soccer coach and you haven't won in seven games. Compound that with at least the way you position yourself is you know i've been here since 96 and you know i th- no one can tell me about this club more than me and and you know i i care we care more than anybody else compound that with like you have also been responsible steering the club through the worst start in its history yeah you're gonna be a little testy bro like these yeah. guys are human it's, it's part of the thing is like we forget that they're human i mean i see the way some people talk about klein and it's it's ridiculous i'm critical i'm i'm uh, you could you could argue very much that I am over the line critical because yeah they're all still human beings and you shouldn't you shouldn't want any human being to lose your job. I care about the club more than I care about his personal happiness, so I would like to see him step aside so that you know we can we can get uh, um, we can get some harmony 
and and some cohesion and have everyone moving in the same direction. I just don't think that's we we accomplish that by saying, "Hey, you people, you owe us your time, you owe us your energy, you owe us your your voice, you you know, you owe us your Sunday, you owe us your Saturday. Show up and support. Forget about everything else I've done. Forget about the litany of issues that you have. Like, or being, the only way for us forward is that is that you do the thing that I've decided you owe us, and and we move forward that way. Or the only or thing you're good to, for is bringing the noise. Like, yeah. Or essentially trying to guilt trip them into it. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just not it's not a and it's it's how crazy. dare you not be there for the players? Yeah, and it's like, bro, they want to be there. They'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. They'll be there tomorrow. But like you've had a long time. And somebody, somebody in Guessman's Discord was talking about it. And I'm going to paraphrase because I don't I don't really remember. But uh they said, you know, it, it, it was I wonder if I can't find it really fast. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have gone with the paraphrasing and then decided to look it up. I should have just had it or like moved on and and not really cared about it. And God, these motherfuckers talk way too much. <laughs> uh but uh oh here we go he was like uh the supporters groups the supporters groups make the game day better and i understand why they're boycotting and i honestly agree with them seven years of not going to an mls cup and the longest streak we've had not going there and winning another trophy and letting our crosstown rivals win one before we make it we make it to another one uh klein basically needs to go and i was like just to clarify it's not about not going to mls cup for seven years it's about a a system that was put in place that almost ensured that we wouldn't be able to go. It's it's dropping the standard from a, a a losing season or a poorly performing season not being an apparition, but being the expectation that you go into each season with. It's not even it's not even that surprising we haven't won a game yet. You would have imagined we would have won one, but like it's really not that surprising. It's basically the direction we've been trailing in for years. Ricky and and Brugman and and Delgado like picked a, picked and Caiseras picked it up last year and, and kept us from that. But like this is we're essentially just continued in the direction we have been going as an organization for a while, and that's why all this is happening. That's why they're boycotting. That's why they're protesting. Um, and it could be cleared up tomorrow. But his job, for whatever reason, his his role in the club and his position in the club is, is at least to date more important than all of that. So what are you going to do? Yeah. That's the thing is it's, you know, I think, I think after, especially after this, uh, this game against LAFC, I think you saw a little backlash from um, like a little vocal minority about blaming the supporters groups for not being there and how dare they let, um, the crosstown rival come in and take over the stadium, blah blah blah. But I, I mean, you, you they didn't let that, them do you, anything. Yeah, nobody let them do that. You all could have stood up. But look, we shouldn't even get there. I apologize. We shouldn't even get there because I can guarantee every single one of you, the direction the galaxy is going to go in is starting to separate supporters groups versus everyone else. That's the next move. I, I'm I'm willing to bet willing to bet my house on it, Ed. That, that the next move is going to be positioning Lars, ACB, V Block, Galaxy Outlaws, Galaxians, everyone. If I Ghost Ultras, everyone. It's them versus us. We are the us. 
Klein, Karofsky, that administration that is that has driven us into the ground, they count as the us now. And the supporters groups are the them who are not cooperating and essentially doing their job in maintaining the atmosphere and all the other stuff nobody else seems to want to bring. The, the, it's the direction. It's it's what I think the next step will be. So I, yeah, I'm not I'm not taking part in any in any blaming of any non-supporters group member. You guys have whatever feelings you want. You don't even need to worry about being anti the supporters groups. The Galaxy are going to try to push that narrative as hard as possible. Yeah, no, in I think my we, opinion, I think we even spoke about that. I mean, just individually um, before this game happened, I, I, you were getting a little sense of that where. Um, like the next move for the team would be to kind of push that narrative of, of like an us versus them thing. Yeah. I mean, look, it's logical. It makes sense. They, they're indefensible on the job he's done. And they've also insisted on keeping him seemingly above anything else. So what else are they going to do? They got to make a move. They can't just, it, the, the supporters just showed they're willing to miss fucking LAFC at home with the like home defense streak on the line and all that stuff. And the supporters were still like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Technically the only home game of the year. Yeah. What would be of a, of a, of a season of a regular league match. Gotta be one of the big ones of the year. One of one of, I'll say three or four big ones of the year. And the supporters were still like, we're cool, man. Because we've been around what you've done and we've seen what you've done. We've watched it. We're still cool. You go figure it out yourself. Go give more tickets away. They got to do something. They go. They had. They had Chicharito call call the ACB president. They got to do something. What are they going to do? They gonna give more tickets away. How many games into the season are they giving tickets away? I feel like this we is might the not one win they... a game for. Go ahead. I feel like this is the one they couldn't make like four different. Uh... <laughs> for, they couldn't do all like the promotions they've been doing for the other the other uh, home. It still games. didn't look sold out, and it there was still a bunch of empty seats. No, still a bunch. Of, yeah, they they announced twenty seven thousand, but no, there were still five or whatever. Seats. Bro, I saw twenty seven. No, no, I saw twenty seven. I swear to God, I saw twenty seven and change. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what number they they call. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like <laughs> there were there were plenty of open seats. You could see it. And and the seats that weren't open, from what I read, still predominantly Galaxy fans. Still wasn't blacked out in the way you know everyone has said it was blacked out, um, or that it was going to be that it was, yeah, it was advertised as being. They were telling you know you hear people like oh yeah all these people buying up tickets blah blah, blah. I'm like. But there were a lot of them. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. There were a lot of them. Um, which like to 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 that point, I mean, we can dabble into the game a little bit. You would think as an organization. When your rivals, the same people who wear shirts that say "fuck Carson" and "fuck the galaxy," they have scars that say "fuck the galaxy," like their 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 existence is centered on a hatred of of who and what you are. are they, when they make those commem- people are commemorative are chanting "Klein in," oh well, yeah, but when those people are chanting "Klein in," and those people have shirts that say "Klein in," like you would think you would be able to accept the message of like even your rivals are like this guy is fucking toxic to this organization. And a galaxy, you're like, nah, man, he's still for the greater good. We need him. Gots to have him. <laughs> we need we'll some. We need some. Look, we're willing. We're willing to to to. We're willing to encourage our organized supporters groups to boycott and to protest our product. You think we're going to get rid of him because you, a rival team, says that that uh, that he's good for us? Pfft. Bro, you never seen something like this. 
I'm not saying they've committed crimes together. I'm definitely not saying that. But I have never seen someone committed to somebody like this. It's well, fucking wild. What was I think the the Forbes article that came out I think today or, or the other day, um, and the it was written in there that it just seems like the unwillingness to let this guy go, like it's just it's astounding. Like there's something going on there's where a they're book to be written. They're they're willing to just ride it with him, even though it's been a dec- it's been it's been a decline in the in the standard for the for the club. In they the last they knew years. they knew the extension was gonna get was gonna get leaked out at some point. They signed him and just didn't say anything. <laughs> they signed him and just didn't say anything. Didn't say a word. And they signed him before you can cancel your tickets. So that's what. So that's why they didn't Bro, say a word. You can't say. It. There's a book to be written someday. I would. I'm eager to read it. But, uh, you know. It, Shadow president seems to love him and and he's not going anywhere. Well, he, he'll go somewhere at the end of the season if we don't win a playing game. But uh, so he says, or whatever progress means. If, uh, if we're not should... in the bottom 30% of the, of the league. Yeah. 38, 38%. I think it's a 31 because uh, it's 69% of them. Nice. nice. Uh, get in. I thought it was 62. Oh, whatever. 60 something or other. But, you know, eh. Progress, man. Progress. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the game a little bit, man. Um, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, still doesn't make it any easier to lose to to them. Uh, first loss at home. Uh, not a blowout that I thought it was going to be. I, I mean, I called a five-one loss. Uh, ended up being three-two. A little more respectable than that it probably so should have been. I'm so goddamn um, close. Probably some of the best they played, but uh, I mean that's kind of to to be to be expected in a game like this. Mm-hmm. It's well, hard to judge because we always get up for this. That's my point. That's what point I'm trying to make is, uh, it's a game that that whether we're a good team, a bad team, it always seems that that the Galaxy get up for this game, um, and so that's why. I can't. I, I'm trying not to judge them on this game because it's, um, it's one that they they seem to find that little boost of energy or the you know, mm-hmm. um, the eagerness to play against against Alexi. So, um, yeah. What what were your thoughts on the game, man? Yeah, I I thought there were, there were large spells where we played much better than we usually do. Our main problem clearly is finishing. Um, we even had a couple chances where, look, if you if you go by near misses and going off the post and stuff like that, like you could say we, we could have snuck it. We could have actually stole the whole thing. But finishing is our huge, huge problem. We we maintain, we won the possession battle again, which is how we play. But LAFC tends to to find much of their joy playing on the counter and catching you on the break. And, and, and you know, um, we aren't prepared to deal with that especially when we're shorthanded and our kind of experienced center back is out to the, the guy mostly running the line uh but yeah we we probably could have snuck it we just we we have such trouble finishing the ball right now it's just you know it is what it is chicharito had a chance had a couple chances that that you you would kind of bank on him to put away i think ricky smacked off the crossbar um it's just you know we did much better much much better than I think any logical person would have assumed going into that game. 
Uh, but yeah, I think had had Chicha maybe had another, another game um, played before this one. I think it might have been a little bit different, just so he can get a little more back in a match fitness and whatnot. Yeah, he hopes uh, so. he's running his sharpness. ass off. Yeah, no, I mean can't, can't, you know the sharpness, you know. Or not. Uh, but being out for you know the whole entire beginning of the season, I, th- I don't think that. Uh, had he had he gone like I think had he had one more game to just prepare or to warm up a little bit, I think I think it might have been a little different. But the results are the be? way it is. Um, you know, Ricky obviously being Ricky and and doing amazing things on the field. Um, I just wish he was a little more clinical when it came to scoring goals. Mm-hmm. Um, especially you know we don't have. You know, the player of his caliber, you're expecting him to kind of step up a little bit more and to kind of um, lead that, especially when, when no one else is scoring. You would kind of hope that he would he would kind of step it up a little bit and, and be that guy. But he's never been the goal scorer, so it's, it's a little he's hard. Not, to yeah, he's that. not a prolifically scoring center midfielder. You you have those expectations of him because your forwards aren't scoring goals. Like, that's the problem. You, yeah. you you're When you when you accept that the forwards aren't scoring goals, you have to find other players that you would hope would be able to step up in that instance. And, you know, Memo Rodriguez isn't one of them. Efren Alvarez isn't one of them. Uh, Douglas Costa isn't one of them. And so you, you end up being kind of defaulted to a Brugman, essentially a, 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 a make defensive midfielder and, and Ricky, who is a, a diminutive not necessarily prolifically goal scoring center midfielder. So you just, you know, we, I think we got as close as we probably could have gotten and certainly deserve to get. Um, but that's, you know, that's what, that's another one of those games where you're just like, that's football. That's just what happens. And, and, you know, you could argue that you could argue that they're probably in that, in a, again, in a game like that, they're probably the supporters groups away from being able to pick up another another goal or so or, or continue that press. Um, but, you know, the situation is what it is. Yeah, and I mean, and obviously you have, I think I think you see a little bit of the cracks showing with Edwards, especially him knowing that we essentially signed his replacement uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he- his debut. And so I think you just see, um, I think you see him a little bit under the pressure, and I think I think it's not um, been beneficial for him because he, you've seen in the last couple of weeks it's just um, it's not been good from him. Yeah, and I, th- I yeah. think for someone who's probably desperate to fight for that spot, it's really shown that uh, he's really not not winning that battle. What seems like. And I again, no insight at all. Just looking at the roster and what we we might be trying to work out for next year, he would have to think his spot for next year is probably under question. Right. Um, you know, we've signed this this was it Julian Julian Audi, whatever yeah. we decided. Um, signed him to a five year deal. Like he's he's certainly the the first choice left back going forward. Uh, going off to the to be with Argentina's U twenties. I don't know if you saw that. Because the the U twenty World Cup got moved from Indonesia to Argentina, and now they've qualified automatically, so he'll be leaving for a couple of weeks to go play with them. Um, 
but you could imagine us spending one of these DP spots on a left left wing or left midfielder next year, which will put his spot under question because you just signed a Memo Rodriguez, you just signed a Tyler Boyd, you just signed players that can play in that position, and you may not necessarily need to lean on on Raheem Edwards. So you you know you can understand him kind of being able to do that math if that's the case, him being able to do that math and and kind of over committing and overplaying his hand and trying to figure out how he can continue to earn minutes and, and earn starts. And, and you know, you, you, again, you see him working too hard, but you know, there's also Koulibaly coming in after, after not really getting to play for a while and, and dealing with his family issues and, and, and he's a little suspect and, you know, it's just, wasn't a great performance from a couple of guys and Edwards in particular, but it, it, it's just highlighting some kind of greater problems and greater issues at the moment at the club. Yeah. And you have, uh, you know, Mavinga who started comes off with an injury. Uh, and Sega has to come in and who, you know, reportedly on that, you know, thought that was going to be done for the year with that whole uh, Reddit post where someone asked him. About what he said. Yeah. And he says it might not be back until next year. So, yeah. Um, Look shaky. The, he had two really bad giveaways early in, after coming on. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is not a knock on Neil, but for a 19-year-old being our our best center back, it's it's a little bit worrying. You could you could make the argument he's our best player. <laughs> it's fucked up. Like it's it's him and Ricky, and Ricky is has not had the best start to the season. Uh, him, Ricky, and Brugman probably, and and and. and Ricky certainly hasn't had the best start to the season, but like Jalen at 19, my God. Yeah. Having watched that boy develop from like starting to come through at G2 yeah. and getting to watch him all the way through. And now he is like, and because uh, at, at one point it was who's better than him. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause you know, going, you know, going through the system, you, you know, it was him and, and Marcus that were kind of, you know, neck and neck and seeing who was that going to be that next, next, next one to step up. Right. Um, and early on, you you know, I think both of us thought Marcus was the one that we thought was would be the one that uh, breaks through. I thought he was um, a little ahead of Jalen. Yeah, yeah, but now I mean, you definitely see that that Jalen's really stepped into that role, and I mean, honestly, he's been for sure top three, top two players, and for sure our best defender of the year so far. Yeah, it was starting from last year when they started bringing him in and and kind of acclimating him into the first team properly. Um, and it's great. Good on the kid. The best part of it, the best part of it is, is that we have a right back, a left back and a center back that we could see continuously for the next couple of years developing together. And then from a, from a roster building perspective, you just need to find a center back partner for Jalen that works really well with him because you know, Jalen is your long-term piece and, and you have your long-term right back piece and you have your long-term left back piece. So you just need to find one guy that kind of complements what everybody else is already doing mm-hmm. because you're not really building everybody else in one, in one window. It ends up working out and being very beneficial for everyone. So yeah, you're not having to rebuild a, a, a defense every year that we've been doing the last mm-hmm. like eight well, especially, years. Especially in an off season where you're almost certainly going to be rebuilding your attacking core. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's nice to have your D of what we could do. I mean, that's really the benefit of what we did in this last window of what we could drastically change and overhaul ahead of the 2024 season, which is what we all should be thinking about. But at this point, um, you know, we took care of that setting ourselves up long-term for the next, I mean, God, we'll, we'll be coming up damn near to the end of the decade when these contracts are up. 
which is a fucking ridiculous thing to think about. Right. Um, so but, you know, thinking about this game, I mean, you know, we, we get off to that, that bad start. And, well, not actually, I would say, I wouldn't say that. I would say the first 15 minutes, they actually looked really well. They looked, they looked really good. Um, they looked dangerous. They looked like they might be in a couple opportunities. Um, uh, that could have been dangerous. I know, you know, Chicha had one where um, he kind of went for a cross instead of probably shooting it on goal. Um, but I, I think, again, I think that's more just rustiness on the field. Um, Tyler Boyd got in there was, you know, before his, his, his goal of the week, uh, uh, rocket, uh, he had one, he had one early on, uh, I like that kid a lot. Ricky had one that he had like in the first, like five minutes that, uh, just overshot. So, I mean, in the first 15 minutes, they looked, they looked over, they looked good. They looked like they were, um, maybe the most, uh, the most chance to score that opening goal, but. Unfortunately, um, an unlucky, you know, unlucky ball that falls to to Vela and just you you never you never want him to be able to to shoot on the left foot because it's you're kind of almost guaranteeing he's going to score from that side. And I think who I think it might have been Mavinga the who uh, who kind of crouched in a little bit into the middle and and left Vela a little bit wide and. Uh, maybe should have yeah. stuck with him a little bit on that, but um, yeah, I'm like unlucky that you know I think I forgot who it was that came in. It might have been Bergman that uh, came in with like a slide tackle, or it might have been Boyd uh, that came in with like a slide tackle to uh, the ball just fell to the bell and you know falls into the left foot and he just kind of curls it in and it's unfortunate that guy scored like yeah. seven goals on this like that. Yeah, well, as soon as he got it, you were like, "Fuck!" Yeah. But, he put but, on you know, his left, and you're like, "Yeah, this is going. This is going in." It's not even like I get it. I get losing LAFC is bad, and and I'm sure a big part of it is not living in the city anymore. Um, I'm sure losing LAFC is bad, and and all that. But like, they're seven games in without a win. Like they're they're bigger fucking problems. That's that's one. That's you know what I mean. Like that's one relatively uncomfortable period of time. But yeah, I mean, you're, it's it's still just the one game. You're sitting. Tied for last, and the only reason you're not last place is on because other teams have been, you know, letting in more goals than you have. But mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not a big deal. I'm not saying it's not a problem. I'm saying there it is one of several problems, and it's relatively low. It should be relatively low on the list of current Galaxy problems. Uh, yeah, but I mean, then you get the uh, again goal of the goal of the match day is what they're calling it now. Sure. Goal of the match day. Uh, I mean, honestly, the best goal that's ever been scored in the history of MLS. Um, screw you, Timbers fans. Uh, <laughs> I got I to gotta shout out Galaxy fans on Twitter for being super petty, for letting one guy tweet about the Galaxy and then just turning it into like, all right, I see you then. We're just going to we're gonna make sure. Huh? Fuck around. And find, find out. out. Yeah. <laughs> it's simple. Uh, one tweet from a guy who's like talking smack about Galaxy fans and you know from this super important poll about uh, the goal of the week like those guys get paid more money for winning this, these internet polls or whatever but it's just it's just so funny I love the I love the pettiness from Galaxy fans they're like alright we're gonna we're gonna find out and then Tyler Boyd wins because uh, it's, it's probably due to both 
us and uh, Seattle fans voting for for the goal. A win is a win, Ed. Yeah, it's the first win of the season, man. Get Galaxy in there. two, bringing it home. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, let's talk about that. What a goal from Boyd! I mean, uh, superb, uh, good turn, and just just again. He he had this shot from uh, from earlier that he shot from almost the same exact distance. So, um, you know, I think I think Precision. he's definitely one to one to try it from outside the box. And, and he was up I, for it. I forgot who yeah. who's who mentioned it, but it's I think it's our second longest goal since Laton. Opta. It was Opta. It was Opta. Okay. Yeah. Um. So good on good on him, man. What a blast! I I, I am enjoying him. I think he's probably been our uh, our best signing this season for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an incoming so far. Yeah, I mean, so outside far. back still haven't haven't really played enough. Um, but yeah, he's shown a lot. He's the hundred and fifty fifth goal scorer in Galaxy history, Edward. If you keep track of things like that, if you're one of those nerds, I don't because I know you do, so that's fine. Yeah, I'm here for you, buddy. Uh, we're you know we're a show that always asks other people to do the homework for us, so you're the one you do the homework for me. Hey, I got you, bro. You got enough homework. So overall, man, what you what you think of the game? I mean, uh, you, you mentioned it before; it's a game we could have, we could have had uh, um, easily go in our favor. So, um, uh, I think there are posit- certainly positives to take from it. The issue, clear issue, is, is still actual finishing, goal scoring. We need a game where we, I mean, right now we need we need a one nothing game that we can just hold on to for the sake for life. Um, but I think as a as a whole clubhouse, we desperately need a. a a, a match where we just completely obliterate and blow a, a, a an opponent out of the water. We need we need to treat somebody essentially the way Houston treated us, and and just hit him and hit him and hit him and hit him. Um, you know, always a shame to lose LAFC, but you know, as is typical of the Chris Klein administration, like what's a loss? What's what's yet another one? It shouldn't even be a big surprise at this point. Oh, and we didn't even mention the uh, the heat turned up a little bit with uh, the the plane, the second plane. Oh uh, yeah, was I the saw first plane, the first plane this year, right? The last one, the first one was last year. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, but another Klein out, yeah, Crosby surely, out, surely. Plane flown over this game. I think uh, perfect timing, especially after the whole uh, letters that that Klein brought out, and uh, I think it's a nice little icing on the cake to to that. Bro, it's on site. <laughs> it's on site, apparently. Like people, people are going after it. So I love hey, it. It's not look again. Just show people why it has to be him. Show people what he's done to deserve to continue in that role, and why it has to be him. And I think you stop all this tomorrow. And yeah, they're I insistent think, on everything else other than explaining to people why he should continue in the job. I think that's what I've I've asked people who have been like kind of detractors of the whole protest. Of I asked them, well, what's the what's the criteria? Like, what is your standard that should be upheld? Like, as a Galaxy fan, as a fan of any club, like there should be there should be a standard. Right? It shouldn't be as especially a club that's you know always taught to stuff as the most you know the the most prestigious club in 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 MLS. So the standard that you're okay with is maybe we'll make playoffs. If we, if we make playoffs, that's a successful year. Like, yeah, 
I don't know. That that's my question to the to the, the detractors of the of the Kleinau protest. It's like, well, what is your standard? Like, what is what do you think is going to be? What do you think is going to change in in the fact that this guy's been here for ten years, and yeah, show no no signs of improvement, show no signs that things are going to get better. If anything's shown that it's just the declines even is just well, going what, to happen. What could he for for the people who are still supporting his tenure? What could he do from your perspective that should lead to him being fired? And if the answer to that question, if the immediate answer that jumps to your mind is, well, if we don't do well this year, he should go. Why is this year different than last year? Like that, that's the only part that doesn't make any sense to me. Like explain why he should stay in the job. Is it too early? He's, he's signed a contract for what is 11th year. Well, what too early? The, the, how is it, how is it possibly too early? The club's been around for what, 27 years? Yeah. And for the people who are like, he's been there, he's been there for more than a third of the, of the entire history of the club. How is it too long? How is it not enough time? Like if it's, if it's, if it is, let's see how he finishes out this year. How is this year different than last year when he was out of contract last year? Like that's why, that's why it's not, it, it shouldn't be rather. That's why it shouldn't be. If he's not, if he doesn't do well this year. It should be what was the justification last year for saying yes? We need more of of the direction the club is going in. When the direction the club was going in was like three summer signings that saved our ass and got us into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like that was the direction we were going in prior to those three guys. So if we didn't get those three guys in the summer, we just fucked. And he's still returning. Or those three signings were enough to save your job for at least two more years. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because let's be honest. I mean, he didn't sign his his contract at the end of the year. Like, he certainly knew it was coming before. Yeah. Sorry, we getting a little guess. My, my cat's hopping across my uh, my computer desk here. Hmm. We kept them in the in the room with uh, my wife and the baby, but they were You're making too much to noise. That. So she's like, "Get them the hell out of here!" Aren't you not supposed to have like a pregnant woman around cats or something like that? She's not pregnant. No, when Denise was pregnant. Why? I don't know. I, th- I thought there was like a thing with pregnant women and cats. I think that's like a, like a myth. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't know much about uh, pregnant women and cats. It's like, it's like one of those old wives' tales. I don't think it's an old wives' tale. I think it's like a. Uh, I think it's like a legitimate disease. Nah. No, I think that's that has to do with like the cat litter and shit. You should, uh, you might have, whatever, Klein out. Sorry, it's called toxoplasmosis if you guys want to look it up, but I'm, I'm tired at it. It's midnight. We got right. Is, is that, is that have to do with them being around the cat or around like their cat litter and their shit? I don't know. Should I stop and read about fucking toxic, toxoplasmosis right now? You know, it's a show, right? Yes. So, yes. Uh, I don't know. It's something about parasites. Yeah. That's like what they're shit. Weird shit with parasites. I don't know. That's why they, they sell, they said not to have like a, not to be around like their cat litter and all that stuff. And yeah. Did you have Denise changing the cat litter when she was pregnant? All the time. <laughs> Don't be lazy. I'm like, hey, that's how you build up immunities. Wow. <laughs> so that's a good start. Yeah. Good start. Good start. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, um, it's unfortunate. We never wanted to lose those people. So uh, anything else before we uh before we move on? Nah, good. 
All right, let's get to my, my son got up and walked out of the room and he said he didn't want to see the galaxy lose. Oh, so he got up and walked out of the room. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. That's how hard. That's so heartbreaking. <laughs> it was painful in a new way that I didn't know could be painful. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know I could understand even more pain from this. Yeah. Well, you know, what are you gonna do? All right, let's uh, let's move on to Big Tony's email. We always appreciate you, Big Tony. Uh, prognostication. Well, I can't say it was unexpected, but the G's were outplayed on the weekend. And Chivas USA version two got their first win at the digs. Can you imagine how bad it would have been the first game at the Rose Bowl? Had it, can you imagine if the first game at the Rose Bowl hadn't been rained out? Uh, just stupidity from the front office. What a surprise. Uh, anyway, coming into the game, only Chris predicted a win, while Ben, Ed, and the amazing Pippi all predicted a loss. Wait, is that right? My God, it is. This is the unheard. This is the this is unheard of. Ed the Zombie has gotten his first points of the season. Uh, it only took him seven games this season. Uh, that's just crazy talk, but it's true. Uh, well, wonders never cease. Uh, anyways, Ben and Ed both had expected a loss, uh, but more goals ex- against us as they predicted 2-4 and 1-5 respectively, uh, and both thought Chicha would be the only scorer. Uh, Pippi predicted a much more conservative 0-1, so no bonus points for all three. Looking at the standings so far, Ben now leads with six points, followed by the amazing Pippi at four, Chris at two, and Ed at a thunderous one point. I'm coming for you, Chris. Just one behind you, baby. Uh, <laughs> watch out. Ed may have just started his inevitable ma- uh, march towards first place. Oh, yeah. Uh, inevitable. Um, or he got lucky and won't score another point until midway through the season. Uh, stay tuned to find out which is correct. More the latter. No, you're fucked. You're fucked, bro. I'm gonna start taking it seriously. No <laughs> more the latter. Uh, three nothing galaxies. Uh, listener predictions. Out of the 55 participants this week, only 16 listeners said a G's victory. Uh, not too surprising, really. We've all seen how the team plays, uh, and if they can't demonstrate their turn, they've turned a corner. I think draws and losses might be the uh, safe bets for the season. Eight listeners said draw and a whopping 31 predicted AG's loss. Uh, so there are definitely some points being assigned today. You think with so many people predicting the correct outcome, we'd see a few people uh, nailing the score too, but no one got the score exact. Excuse me. We had 21 listeners say Chiba's Jose version two would hang four or more goals on the G's. In fact, two different people both predicted seven, one losses. Wow. Uh, so what about goal scores, you ask? Well, only two listeners that said the G's, um, the G's would lose predicted a goal from Boyd or Delgado. Uh, Cookie correctly predicted a Tyler Boyd goal, and Roberto felt Del- Delgado would grab one as well. Uh, so they both get a single point bonus, and the 29 remaining all book a point for the week. So have the, chain- have the uh, standings changed? Well, a little from last week. Alfalfa guy who led last week didn't get any points this week and now is tied for first place with three others, Cookie, Fredo, and Uncle Dishwasher. There are four these, there are four tied in second with five points, uh, namely Darth Musk, Javier S., Ruben, and Shark Boy. Plus third place is now crowded with six listeners, Alex L., Bixby, David K., Frank S., Nick W., and Space Core. I love these names. There are also nine listeners with three points, 12 with two points, and 14 with one point. 
So that's 14 people in the top three. Uh, it's really close. A strong week could propel anyone into the lead, so don't forget to fill out your predictions every game. It's good for free booze at the end of the year. I will continue to include the link to the full standings in the pre- uh, prediction link email. A quick side note, uh, I still owe Galactic Builder and Jason L. Booze from their shared victory last year. I haven't forgotten you. I promise to take uh, care of you guys when everyone is back at the stadium. Hashtag Klein out. All right, looking forward. Uh, this weekend, the G's stay at home to welcome Austin Trees. Uh, don't ask me. Uh, that's what their bad shows. Uh, if, they, if they wanted to be called uh, something different, they should have come up with a better badge. Anyways, the, the Trees came into the game sitting 10th place in the West, having earned eight points on the campaign so far. They've amassed two victories, two draws, and three losses. Uh, doesn't sound too impressive, but remember the G's are still without a win and have only tied three and sit in 13 looking up at Austin. Even with the off uh, the offseason signing of former G Giassi Zardes, Austin hasn't been lighting up the scoreboard, having only uh, scored six goals. The G's aren't much better as they've only netted five. However, in Austin's last four games, they've only scored one goal. So maybe the G's actually have a chance uh, as they've started to show some signs of life. Uh, the, the Galaxy get back uh, Caceres, and I would expect him to start as Mavinga picked up an injury and Koulibaly didn't look particularly sharp on the weekend. Chicha looks like he's okay playing the full game against Chivas, so maybe with a less uh, intense atmosphere, he can score his first goal for the season. Uh, what do you think will What do you think will happen on Saturday, Christopher Tucker? Mm-hmm. What is your uh, What is your thoughts on the on the, on the game this weekend? Uh, kind of like a doubleheader against Austin with the with the first team and second team playing against Austin this weekend. Uh, give us your thoughts on this game. I think we're gonna win it. I think we might be in agreement here. Yeah, I think we're gonna win. I think this is. I, I, I've, I, I hesitate to say it though, but it, it's like the other games that were very winnable. I feel like this is a, a very winnable game. Austin is not uh, this um, this team they were last year, where they, you know, they were they were top of the table for through a lot of the uh, through a lot of the season and and looked really good. Um, there's definitely a drop off from what they were last year. Um, yeah, I'm I'm feeling oddly confident, uh, especially with the, with the with the returning Chicha and having someone who might actually score goals again. Uh, starting that might be nice, and having Deja maybe come off the Damn. bench and getting back to a super sub role. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling oddly confident about this game. Yeah, I think we I think if we can maintain what we were doing last week, um as far as the, the form and the style of play <clears throat> and can can do a little better on the finishing, I think we stand a solid chance. Um could be a, an opportunity to get our first win. It, 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 you know. I certainly hope we do it. It's sad seeing seeing this version of the galaxy, this iteration of the galaxy. Um, yeah, I think this will be an opportunity for it. If we get beat, it's going to, it's going to be pretty bad, but you know, this is, this is uh, probably one of our better opportunities so far this season. And I, and I say, I hesitate because I mean, we, you know, we played some pretty poor teams mm-hmm. uh, this early on in the campaign. So um, 
I want to be confident, but also on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, we had chances to win against worse teams and didn't yeah. grab wins. So why would this one be any different? You <laughs> any know, different. <laughs> yeah, because we got unity. Ed, you got to believe unity. <laughs> yeah, as long as we, as long as we, you know, we're all on the same page. I like it. We're, no, we're no, all it's... moving in the same direction. We're all clad out. Yeah, we're all we're all on the same page, man. Well, we all want the same thing. Yeah, it's unity. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, no dissenting, because that's not part of the unity. That's not part of the unified program. Oh, I can't hear you. I think you muted yourself. Bro, I'm sorry. Like, oh, there you go. You want me to tell you the truth? I really care about this. But uh, it's it's twelve oh six on the East Coast, and uh, <laughs> your boy is celebrating the high holidays. So uh, you know, happy uh, for all who celebrate and for all who participate. Happy holidays, enjoy, be safe. Oh yeah, that's what I was da, listening da, to when da, you were da, when you were reading Tony's thing, and I disappeared for a minute. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> love it. Well. Enjoy, enjoy your 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 high holiday, sir. Life is good. Um, what, so anything? Let's get into predictions, I guess. So, what what's the lineup you see? You see, Caceres back into that lineup, obviously. Um, yeah, you uh, you well, especially if Mavinga's down and and Koulibaly doesn't look ready at Koulibaly. Um, but you, I think you start Audi, Oud, Caceres, uh, uh, Neil. Do you move? Uh, I think yeah, we do. Do you move um, Edwards to the bench, or do you try to put him as a as a midfielder? Play him as play him in the mid. Go for yeah. it. Just fuck it. Well, I guess the problem though is like you don't have anybody else if one of those guys goes down, or if Ed say say say, ah, no, you're good. If Audi goes down, or if Cali- if Edwards goes down, you just have Aud Audi, and you don't have a proper backup. But then you can just move to your three five two, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah, or you have uh because because Edwards can kind of come in for for either the left sided roles of whoever's playing the winger or, the, or mm-hmm. the left back. Gives you that extra cover. You have Memo Rodriguez, you can play over there. You can have Tyler Boyd, you can play over there. Yeah, you have a you know, <laughs> I'm starting to build out a couple options. Um, Chicharito definitely gets start. I agree with you. I think we start Chicharito. Yeah, I think Chicharito definitely gets start. Uh, you probably go back to your your single forward uh, formation. Uh, what do What do you think? Uh, do you think? Uh, do you think we see everyone's favorite player come back on the on the field and Douglas Costa? He got a straight red. He's not out for three games. Oh, he's out for he three games. That's one. right. That's right. I don't okay. know. He got a straight. I, I never saw any follow up. That's Whatever true. it doesn't matter. Like he shouldn't. If even if he's available, he shouldn't play. You you would hope he wouldn't. Um, you hope he would never step on the field ever again for the for the galaxy. I don't know. They're running out of time. As of yeah. as of where I'm at, we've only got four days left. Yeah, as of as line. of the next recording, I mean, they've either signed some players or they haven't. They probably won't. They um, said they wanted. I think Greg said they wanted one or two. Yeah. I mean, it's coming down. It's coming down to the wire, man. I don't know. Yeah, well, look, nobody's looking to help us, and and we have a a tricky contract situation um, where we're kind of you know we have all these U twenty twos and we're maxed out on our DPS, and 
you would imagine moving Ricky, we still have some, some allocation money available to try to do some things. Uh, but you know, we're restricted to doing business in the next four days. We got rumored to that guy from, um, cool, cool. Or was I think cool he was in Austria. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Austrian or something like that. We were rumored to somebody from who's playing at, uh, one of the rapids in, in Austria. Rapid Vienna. And, uh, I think. Is it Vienna? I think. I would assume Vienna is, is, is uh, uh-oh, here's where we get in trouble. <laughs> Italy? Rapid Vienna? Is it? Well, I don't think he is from Rapid Vienna. Yeah, maybe you're right. Oh, yeah. Commonly known as Rapid Vienna. Well done, sir. Um, and it is Austrian, not Italian. Um, not only do you know geography better than me, apparently you know soccer better than me. <laughs> uh sure. we were rumored to him we were rumored yeah right, come on let's yeah. not be ridiculous yeah come on <laughs> let's let's not talk crazy talk. you know i got this will be this is meaningless i got into some uh gabriel batistuta the other night like just watching some highlights phenomenal footballer if were you guys you, get you into him. uh no i was just i mean probably but i was just like appreciating uh outstanding yeah. footballer pretty sure he held argentina's international goals record before Messi broke it. And I think he broke it at the last World Cup. Um, but yeah, Batistuta, like, check that dude out. You're looking for top-tier footballer. Good boy to work. Mm. And your your websites aren't fire-blocked or firewalled. Yeah. You know, just, just have a good time with it. Enjoy. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. I don't remember what we're talking about, but yeah. Uh, the, the players, uh, they have like four days to bring in anybody. Oh, bring somebody in. Yeah. No, I, I think we'll get at least one. I think one will happen. I hope. God, I hope. I, look, I, at, at the same if time, we've we talked if, about it before. Just, if you have any inkling of, of making any sort of run in, in the playoffs or even trying to make playoffs, you gotta got to sign a winger somewhere. Well, that's, what's, that's what's dangerous. And I, I'm sure officially he doesn't have anything to do with, with soccer relations. I would say sit on, don't sign any contracts for any players that are going to hinder us from making moves next moves year. in the future for a rebuilt 2024 LA Galaxy. But Klein just put his entire job on how on, on how on the line for how we perform this year. And he needs he can only make signings in the next four days, although he officially doesn't have anything to do with any of that. But we can yeah, only who's make the middleman? Who's the middleman that like goes between him and, and Greg about the player signing? Nope. Or do they meet like why they meet they in like an underground closet somewhere where there's no there's, cameras. There's, Ed, they're still allowed to be friends. They're just not allowed to talk about, about soccer issues. So, you know, who knows? So uh, hypothetically, but, if you were to sign some players, hypothetically. What kind of profile are you looking for? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so all, all for it. But, Klein, yeah, Klein put his, his job on the line based on how we do this season. So you would have to, I mean, the concern for that is that we would make a move that doesn't make sense for the future because we're, we, we have to be successful this year. We have to progress past the first, the first round or the opening game, whatever it is this season. That's the, it's still so vague of like, what's the, what is the parameters of him being, meaning doesn't matter going past the playoffs. Doesn't matter. As long as the boycott holds firm and the protest holds firm, uh, there's only one direction that this thing can go in. It, it won't get to that. Yeah. So it won't matter. Yeah. And then everybody can come back. And life All right. Good. Let's get our predictions and then we'll get out of here, man. Um, and you can enjoy your high holiday. I'm going to bed. Um, let's get your predictions then, man. 2-1. Um, 
Two one win. Two one win. Chicha and I'm gonna give it to him back to back. Chicha and Tyler Boyd. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and I like that one because it doesn't feel crazy. No, he's he's riding high on his his uh yeah match day eight goal of the week goal of the match getting day. all of us getting all of us and his wife pregnant. Hmm. Um, I think I'm I'm also gonna go with the win. Um, copy and act, bitch. But I'll I'll take it a little step further. I'll say whoa, clean sheet. Whoa. I'll say Clean's two nothing clean sheet, huh? With a K. A trip? No, not gonna. Nope. No. Keeping Klinsman, Klinsman keeping clean sheets. Boom. <laughs> Not doing that title. That is that is not going to be a title. That is Coward. not going to. Yeah, um, I say clean sheet. I'm going to go two nothing. Every, everybody give Ed shit for not naming this Klinsman keeping clean sheets. <laughs> it's the one time I want you to reach out. What color are those other uh, clean sheets? Oh, buddy. Um, I don't know. I don't see color red. Yeah, me neither. I'm a danger on the road. There's just a bunch of grays. Yeah. So Different shades of gray. Them. Yep, I speed through them and honk my horn. Um, yeah. So I'll go. I'll go to nothing, and I'll say I'll say a teacher brace. Teacher brace. Teacher brace. Yeah, I'll say that's, that's not crazy either. That's not crazy at all. I'll say, I'll say that. I'll do that. Uh, and then obviously Ben will will send in his predictions to um. You know, I don't think it's fair. We don't ever see his predictions, so it's like we never know what he's what he wants to do. You don't trust Tony? I trust Tony. I don't trust Ben getting in on time. You think Tony's giving him extra time? I don't know if he's giving him extra time, but I feel like Ben's waiting until like he sees like a lineup or or something. Yeah, I believe it. Ben sneaky like that, bro. To be fair, it's a smart move to to make. It's what I would do. Yeah. If if I was in his situation, I it's exactly if I was any like the listeners, I would I would also be doing that. It's not I was waiting till uh, mm-hmm. I see a lineup. Uh but anyways, man, anything else before we get out of we didn't do any uh listener uh lightning round questions this week, so but it's okay because it's yeah. it's late for you and I'm kinda I want to get out of here too. So Yeah, I need to go to bed. It's been one of those weeks, so I'm just like let's just let's just call it a night. Yeah. You know, right, if you guys want something to do, listen to Into You by Tamia featuring Fabulous. 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 It's still an amazing song. How does that one go? Oh, I'm not singing that. You got your mind? Why not? What? Why not? Yeah. Why am I not singing Into You by Tamia featuring Fabulous? Because well, I, I want to hear it go so I can remind you. at night. It's a perfect Remind time. you? Bro, go to how YouTube. Does, What's wrong how does with it, you? How does what, it go? What, what do you think of it? Boom. It's really simple now that I think about it. God, Freddie Mercury was amazing. That guy composed like fantastic music. It's like these operatic rock anthems. Yeah. Everybody go listen to John Hyatt. That guy's amazing. Go improve your life and listen Our, to John Hyatt. How about you just do this? Go listen to some Queen, drink some gay bud lights, and uh, <laughs> have a good have a Keep good some time. Clean sheets. <laughs> yeah, some clean sheets. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Mm-hmm.